from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 14. Yes, of Beyond the Dumbbells. The Brian and Jenny Show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we've got some fun things to talk about today as far as numbers. Mm-hmm. And we're going we're gonna to run some dirty numbers by. Um, this comes up a lot because just the nature of our business. Um, statistically, we want to know, are we delivering the service and is it having a positive impact on people's lives? Mm-hmm. And when we're always looking to provide value, um, there's always the conversation we have with some clients about expense and cost and once you're kind of on the inside track and you see the the impact of living a healthy lifestyle, you can justify the cost. Certainly. So we're talking buying organic. Um, in our last show, we talked about um, sourcing your food from a very niche place that um, delivers the quality that you need to live that lifestyle. Right. And uh, when we start going in the direction of What's your value? What's your cost? And fitness is a commodity. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going out and looking for the 24-hour open all day, Planet Purples, you know the the people are like, well, my fitness, I have a budget of ten bucks a month for right. fitness. Okay, um, and just interesting story. So we're gonna do some backdrop on us because I was always um, in the in a traditional gym. Mm-hmm. I loved them. I loved the smell of it. I loved the layout. I loved my routine. Everything was great. There was a problem, though. For the 15, 20 years I worked out in that gym, I never changed. Right. I always looked the same. I would struggle for a five-pound change up or down. If I wanted to bulk, it'd be five pounds. If I wanted to lose, it'd be five pounds. But that was it because I was like, well, I'm better than the portion of the population that's not doing anything, so right. I'm doing something well for my health. Mm-hmm. Um, then we started looking into... I'd say more organized fitness because it was P90X. Yeah. That's the first thing that I ever did where I thought, what are they smoking? This is $200, <laughs> right? So I remember us talking about it. Yeah. It, and it was because I was in my gym and I was like, we need something drastic. And that that program is part of my, I'll say, recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is when I, part of when I shed, um, we talked about my origin story is where my health was crap. Mm-hmm. And I needed something that would totally destroy me. So I went outside of my bubble of understanding and kind of leveraged Tony Horton at the time as my coach. Right. I mean, that's real weak. It was a DVD, you know, but uh, I was like, I need somebody else to push me. Mm -hmm. Something else has to get involved in my life or if I don't do things different, I won't be different. Right. And then for us as a couple, it was that traditional gym just wasn't working for me. Like it was, you didn't, I, that wasn't your scene. No, it wasn't at all. And it was, um, you know, you get on the elliptical or something for a little bit. And then I just kind of followed what you did, which it's cause number one, I didn't know any better, but it was, I was so uncomfortable in that kind of grunting environment that <laughs> I wouldn't have, I don't think I ever no lunking. Exactly. I don't think I ever really left where you were, even if I didn't want to work on what you were working on. Cause I just felt very uncomfortable. And so so the space alone, it wasn't your gen- it exactly. wasn't your bag. Yeah. So then this P90X thing came about. So, and I was cheap. And again, more back to origin story. Mm-hmm. Before I left corporate, we made, we had a very good life. Right. We had a very well-off financial life. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
for some reason now looking back, I was super cheap with fitness. <laughs> you know, I would we would, we spent money on the dumbest things. I mean, I had Amazon coming dropping something off my house every day, and I'd get bored and I go shop. Exactly. And, and then when it came to fitness, there was just this little wallet out of our entire income options. I had this tiny little change purse that I was like, that's my fitness budget. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't need anyone's instruction. Right. But don't you think part of that also was with us? I think we actually thought we were doing decent. Like it was like, we don't really need to invest any more money in it because we're kind of getting by with what we're doing. I didn't not, know what I didn't know. Right. And not understanding, you know, you were, you said earlier that five pound thing. I think a lot of people operate in that. And I, we were definitely those people. So it's like, well, you know, if our, if 20 bucks a month is getting it done, but it wasn't really, we just kind of thought it was the, right. You're right on the money. And to to have that conversation where you can show somebody, because one, there's got to be trust. Yep. And talking back to P90X, I didn't know anybody that even did it. No. This was right around when CrossFit started banging. So mm-hmm. um, it was already in existence on the West Coast, but it didn't really permeate over here yet. So it was 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. CrossFit was out there, this mm-hmm. mystical thing. Um, P90X was filmed two years before we even found it. Uh-huh. And again, I remember going to like a sports store and I'm like, I need, I'm here to buy P90X. And I'm like, are you crazy? I think we don't sell that here. It's online. I was like, what do you mean it's online? I want the system. I want the kit. And they're like, no, you got to go online and buy it. So I couldn't even go. I didn't even know where to go buy it. Um, but this whole thing is to say when I had a ton of money and I had a ton of resources, mm-hmm. um, I remember going to you and I'm like, who's going to pay $200 to do this workout once? Exactly. You know, this is $200. That's, that's one third of my annual fitness budget. Right. Um, so fast forward today. Now we own a very expensive gym. <laughs> right. Okay. And once you start recognizing where the other people, the other businesses aren't servicing their clients, it's mm-hmm. like I went through so many years of not getting any input. Right. I mean, I didn't pay for trainers either. Obviously I was super cheap, mm-hmm. but, um, Nobody would put me in the right direction. Right. Your, your, your goals change throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Your body changes every year. Mm-hmm. Um, just age, injury, illness. Yeah, I was going to say injury. Those things, they change your focus, right? Right. Um, so every year you think you've got to figure it out when in reality your body is shifting constantly. One, once you've adjusted to the workout, there are no more gains. Exactly. You're just kind of steady. So and we didn't, I didn't know that. Right. Um, <laughs> so the the conversation now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go through some numbers and then we're going to circle back with this. Okay. okay. So is it worth it? And this, this is in defense of all gym owners. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it doesn't matter if you're raised the bar or some other local little boutique, we call them micro gyms. Now mm-hmm. the micro gym value, what they have to offer you is one, you're going to have a dialogue with someone as soon as you walk in the door. They're your coach. And right. don't think like high school, well, maybe a little bit. High school coach, they had your interests, but their interests were also your interests. I mean, they're like, I want you to succeed because it's going to make me look good. Oh, absolutely. Um, micro gyms, though, when you're dealing with a with a specialty fitness, think of it as a an attorney mm-hmm. or an investor mm-hmm. or a doctor. Right? <laughs> That's a fun way to put you, it. You go into, when you need specific actionable information from somebody you go to someone that's done it more than you right and that's better than you at it you let's hope so goodness you you can't be the best (laughs) in the room um Mm -hmm. with anything but now we're talking fitness so you can walk into your micro gym what kind of conversations have you had with that financial dialogue with with clients as far as wow you know you guys is this really what you're 
your worth? You know, is this, I'm used to going down the street, you know, this is outrageous. Exactly. Well, the first thing that's asked is, is there a discount for whatever profession they're in? (laughs) Which by the way, my doctor's never given me a discount. Exactly. I'd like my doctor to give me a discount. (laughs) Um, But typically what it is, is, um, you know, there's no way you're different and yet you're going to charge, you know, two, three, four, five times the cost of what I'm comfortable paying. Um, you know, right now my family goes to a gym for even less than you're trying to charge one person. That's right. So it starts off with that. And then I always wait back and just sit for a minute and just listen to all of their reasons why they are, they're already talking themselves out of it. And then I always say, and it's, if I feel natural about it, I can't, you know me, I can't push any conversation that doesn't feel natural. I usually say, well, how is that working for you? Oh yeah. You're, you're 45 years old right? and you're standing in front of me and right. it, so, it's not working, no, whatever and, you're doing. Right. So you walked into my micro gym yeah, knowing because typically, and what's really, really cool about our gym is a lot of it comes from referrals and people talking about it. And they're like, well, my friend sent me here. And I was like, so you, you have a pretty good idea of you actually probably knew what we cost before you walked in the door and you still drove over here knowing that we were going to be maybe what was perceived to be out of your budget. That type of referral is, you can be a great gym and you can have great programming, blah, blah, blah. But it's the referrals usually come from my cholesterol level dropped 30 points. Oh, you better believe it. And Billy Bob sent me over here because he said, you said you've got him off the meds. Yes. That drives business. It's amazing to me along that line of the people who don't even live here anymore and they have connections here and they're still sending their friends over for those reasons. It's like, you don't understand medically. I looked better. It's not. And it is my strength went up. My body looked better. You know, I was sleeping better, all these things, but it's like, I went to my doctor and I am no longer on meds. People can't. Awesome. Well, folks don't quantify that. It's a nice to have, but um, I think most people are like, well, I have insurance. You know, my mom and dad had the same kind of injury, you know, illness or whatever. Exactly. Um, so we're going to button this all together. Yep. And the conversation. Um, yep. So once, like with me, once it's like, well, what brought you in? You know, basically knowing the cost, it is usually an incident or something that scared them just a little bit. It Usually it's the doctor. Exactly. Which is why I think that your, your stats are going to be pretty. So Ooh, people pretty go to the gym for two reasons. And it's. If I want to look good, mm-hmm. then you're going to shop for the commodity. It's like, I just need to jump on the treadmill because I don't like running on the pavement. Exactly. Or I just need a place to swing weights. Exactly. Because they, they people have become accustomed to getting so little back out of their trainers and their, their gyms yep. and their environment um, that they're like, well, I have no expectation because all I need to do is touch something metal yep. and I'm going to be healthy. Exactly. Okay. So here's some numbers and oh. we're going to circle back with, is it is it too expensive to live a healthy lifestyle. And this mm-hmm. is not just your fitness, but it's your nutrition. It's supplementing where you need to. It's regular doctor visits. It's everything, right? It's the whole quan of, yes. of living the lifestyle. Yep. Okay, so here's some fun numbers. These are updated by the CDC. Um, some of them is recent as 2015, some 2017. The, the right. data is a little bit behind. Of course. So here in the US, we have 30.3 million with diabetes. That okay. And obviously type one, not preventable. Mm-hmm. Some a lot of times it's genetic and hereditary. Of type course. one is you can't do anything about it, but the type two diabetes is a preventable disease. Correct. That is where your blood sugar is so out of whack for so long that your body doesn't get sugar out of the blood fast enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, your diet 
and your behavior and your activity level drives this diagnosis. Correct. It's preventable. 23 million of those people are diagnosed. 7.2 million are walking around. They don't even know they're diabetic. I think that, you know why I think a lot of that is, is that people don't understand that if they, if they're considered kind of, oh, you're, you're kind of average for your height, you know, with your weight, they don't understand that's not what it means. Like you don't have to be walking around 50 pounds overweight. We've, we've seen diabetes come up in people that they shouldn't, they look pretty fit. Sure. Well, this is the big issue now is that the norm the norm has slid to the right. Yes. Everything has changed. Yep. The obesity on BMI scale has gone up. Mm-hmm. Um, my calipers, you use these to um, for skin fold tests. Right. They're bigger. Yes. Okay. So now they open up and it almost looks like a, a freaking vice grip because they're huge because <laughs> right. you've got to be able to get around the, the average population. Exactly. Um, now of the 30 million, we've got 193,000 that are under the age of 20. I think that that's wickedly low. I don't even know if that's... If that's 100% true because I, you can walk down the street and see that the majority of this generation, most of them are not active. Right. Most of them, it's such a broad, I hate using that kind of a stereotype, but I see more in trouble than not in trouble. Yep. No, that's a, that's a very, that's a very realistic. If you can, you know, take off the, I don't want to see it glasses and just really look, it's, it's pretty sad. I think, unfortunately it is, I think more often than not well people people i'm talking to you you know you you listening <laughs> everyone assumes there's tomorrow i know and this isn't naysayer so i know that my goal my family expires my genetics expire at 70 I know all right so i know that um we've got heart attacks from as early as 40s which was in my my dad i had a heart attack in his 40s um all the way up to grandparents that punched out right at 69 70 ish right. okay so the statistics are there, the average, your mm-hmm. family, your hereditary traits and mm-hmm. likelinesses are, are there. Um, we just talked about this um, filming for um, Shapeshift. That's a little leak right there. So we're doing filming now for our nutrition program. And the, the, num- the numbers just don't line up. Yep. It's, um, I think what is... Very interesting is that if we could just kind of take a step outside of ourselves and kind of look how, how did our grandparents grow up? You know, what were they doing? And then to still see like in your case that your, your ancestors passed away very young. Mm -hmm. So what's scary is you're looking at now, like what is our age group? How long are we going to live? You know, because it seems like what's cool is that within our age, you know, that, I wish I was 35, you know, 35, let's say 35 to 50, we're seeing a pretty cool switch in adults that are now like, I'm going to take control of my health and stuff. I'm wondering the next generation that's coming. Well, they're saying now 50 is the new 40, mm -hmm. but oh, by the way, this generation's life expectancy has dropped. Yeah. So that your kids, I mean, right now, the millennial generation, they have a lower expect, a life expectancy that's lower than yours. I can't. If you're over 40. Um, and that's due to lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, and behaviors yeah. and food. So when we were, if I know that I've got, um, I've got the genetic things coming down mm-hmm. and this is, I got sidetracked in my head, but when we were filming, we were talking about genetics is the gun. Right. Okay. So genetics loads the gun. It's your behaviors that pull the trigger. Right. 
I got heart disease in my family. I can't avoid that. I've got heart disease in my family. Right. But the more I behave and my um, my actions take me down that path, the more likely it is going to happen to me. Okay, That's so very true. Keep in mind, we're still talking about the costs of fitness and the cost of healthy lifestyle. Exactly. So you know in advance what your risks are. Mm-hmm. People don't just all of a sudden develop heart disease. They do. But most of the time, you've got family and relatives that they've been there first. They, exactly. They're gonna, you're going to know it. Now, some some additional numbers, especially in the heart realm, because the the heart stuff freaks me out more than anything else. You and me both. Um, Seven hundred thirty-five thousand people had a heart attack, have heart attacks every year in the United States. Five hundred twenty-five of them are first timers. So every year of okay. the seven hundred thirty-five thousand that have a heart Ooh. attack, five hundred twenty-five thousand have their first one. Okay. Two hundred and ten thousand have their second. Are you serious? So they already experienced the hell of a heart attack. And their lifestyles and behaviors still didn't keep them on the straight and narrow. And they had another one. They had another one. So. Holy. Mm. Cost of fitness, cost of lifestyle, cost right. of health. All right. So keep that in the back of your mind. That's mm-hmm. where we're going with this. Um, when the cost for prescriptions, um, the cost for medical treatment, it had come up. I got some more stats here. It's, um, these are juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Oh my gosh. Now I'm staring at your screen. I'm all fascinated. Like what's going to, what's coming up next? <laughs> so it's the average health cost, um, average health cost per year. And it was almost $10,700 per year per American, as far as their all around general prescription, okay. medical care and coverage. Mm-hmm. But because just look at the numbers with heart attacks, look at the numbers with diabetes, mm-hmm. um, $10,000 average. We're over 3 trillion as a national um, limit as far as Three and a half trillion on our medical overhead every year. $10,000 per person. Okay. Okay. The average um, cost per diabetic, if you're diagnosed in your 40s, mm-hmm. is $124,000, over 200000 if you don't get discounts on your supplies and everything you need. So oh my if gosh. you're diagnosed with diabetes in your 40s, for you to live out the rest of your average life, it's $124,000 mm-hmm. as far as the cost. That's the change in the food, the, the medical overhead, the, the the blood tests, everything. So oh, yeah. it's huge. Oh my gosh! Still tying this back to whether or not it's worth it. Right. Okay. So that's where we're going with this. Right. Um, eating out's another big one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's so fun though. <laughs> well, we love it, but there was a show. It was, I think it was an X File. I was watching an X File where somebody was trying to sell a, a client life insurance, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Look, we're going to have this policy for you. It covers this." There's no significance to X-Files, except it's, I watch a lot of it. Um, but this guy was talking. He says, hey, this is your premium. This is this. This is this. And the guy's like, yeah, I just, I think we're going to buy a boat instead. And the guy's like. I know this X-Files. He said, and the guy's like, well, you need to take care of your family. He's like, but it's a really nice boat. Yeah, that's exactly and, what he says. And in that moment, it kind of captures the mindset of the way people are in the country where they're like, I'm, I see value in buying something that will not extend my life. Mm-hmm. I see value in uh, putting money towards partying, eating out, drinking, mm-hmm. vacations. They All that makes sense. But yep. still, they're, they don't understand that as you get older and your risks go up, your costs will be so far out of your control. Mm-hmm. What good is having a nest egg when you retire if your health is so crap you burn it all on your health? Mm-hmm. And people, I think, their mindset is, I need to save a ton because when I have poor health, I'm going to need money. Right. That's everyone's freaked out about Medicare yep. and uh, Medicaid. And, you know, am I going to have prescription coverage? Right. Why would you go into those years on prescription drugs right. when I, you can avoid them? I was going to say when you can avoid them. 
And you brought up a great point. I mean, if you're looking at a type one diabetic, there's, there isn't, you should still invest in other areas, but you're right. I mean, you're, that's unfortunately the hand that you were dealt, but we're looking at all the other preventables and it's like, if you're going to get taken out, the last thing I'm going to do is speed the process up. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. And and this is, this is a lifestyle choice. And Mm. I already get a lot of sideways looks when we go out, you know, and I, I'll, I'll skip a little bit of this. I'll cut a little bit of that out. 98, 99% of the time, I'm compliant with everything that uh-huh. I need to do. And annually, when I go in for my blood tests, I don't cringe. No. When I go to my physicals, I don't cringe. Mm-hmm. And the doctor goes, whatever you're doing, you keep it up. I am below the average. Yep. And that's where we were talking. Um, the average has slid to the right. Mm-hmm. Your your um, blood panels are the same. That is a swath of average. Keep in mind, the low end on the left is death. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. If all these things are not there and, you you know, the bottom end of every scale is death, the high end is you're heading towards death. If everything goes so far out of whack to the right, you're heading towards illness, disease, you know, whatever. But people go to the doctor. Doctor says, well, you're average. F average. F average. I want below average. Yes. You know, people don't look at it. My behaviors, I don't want to be average. Mm -hmm. My fitness level, uh, to hell with average. Mm -hmm. Um. Everything I do has got to be to the 10th power over what average is, yep. or I'm going to suffer the fate of my family, Yes, you know, my, my grandparents and everything else. Exactly. I know it's, um, I don't know. This is a topic that obviously I, I'm stumbling all over the place today because I just, it kind of baffles me a little bit and it's, you know, t- seeing where people will invest in their life on so much that really doesn't matter. And my biggest regret would be that I, and I have longevity in my family, like you wouldn't believe, as you very well know, I would hate to turn 80 and say, oh my gosh, I wish in my mid thirties, which is when I really, really kicked up, you know, fitness and everything. I wish that I would have done that because now I'm in a wheelchair and, you know, or a horrible things, feeding tubes or anything that I could have prevented. So this topic, it just, you know, some, some of my family's gone out pretty hard. I don't, I did not mean to laugh there. Like it was funny. It's just laughter is so that I probably don't cry over this topic, but it's like, I just wish that people could almost see what 20 years from now is going to look like. And that what start investing now so that you can be around. If you have children, do you want to see your kids grow up? Do you want to see your grandkids? You know, for us, I don't I don't want us in wheelchairs being pushed down the hall together. I mean, I still want to be trying to beat you in a mile run, sure. you know, when we're older. Well, so you brought up a great point. Let's let's look at families. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in our area, um, the 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 family sports thing, right. the 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 phenomenon that happens in the summer, right? And we've got the local soccer's and swim teams and mm-hmm. softball. I've seen parents when their kids just started the fitness, mm-hmm. go through high school. Kid goes off to college. Mom and dad are like fifty pounds overweight each, right? Because their entire life for the last four years, and we're not talking about not caring for your kids, but we're talking about the priority has shifted from a lifestyle for right. the family. The money, the time, the energy, the resources. Mom and dad are both damn near pre-diabetic now, right. you know. And your future, when you're going and visiting your kids, is that you put ten more years of age on. I know the 
tens of thousands of dollars that goes into these sports programs mm-hmm. and your health is crap. Right. This is getting very preachy, but the, the heart of what we do is to extend your life. Yes. I, I want you to, to hate me when you're 70 and saying, SOB. Exactly. I'm still getting good blood panels. I know. I know. It's so funny where people, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you guys, you know, fitness and you want people to look good. And it's like, no, we want their insides to look good. Like the outside muscle and stuff that appears like, of course, those are awesome. But there is nothing in the whole world more exciting to me that when somebody tells me they're off of meds or they are now no longer considered obese. Or their blood, their blood work. Oh my gosh. It's, or, it's a very exciting thing. Yes. Or people that have lost enough weight where they were going to have knee replacement and they don't have to. Like yeah. that's the stuff that gets, oh my gosh, I get so excited about it. No, it's it's brilliant. And it, that's why I love the industry and that's why I haven't bailed on it. Because um, it's emotional. And when we're trying to, you know, just <laughs> give, so give in to the, the reasoning. Yeah. Now... Everything in life, you know, you go to, when you go to church, you have a pastor or a priest, mm-hmm. they're your spiritual coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you play a sport, you have a coach. You've got, again, we talked about that person that's done better. Exactly. You go to doctor, hopefully you shop for your doctors. Yes. You don't go pick some discount knucklehead that's running a Groupon on physicals, mm-hmm. you know, get your blood work at half price because you have to kind of like, no one goes to a cheap doctor. Right. No one should go to a cheap lawyer. If you're in trouble, you go to the max you can afford. You better believe it. Okay. Um, but when it comes to fitness, mm-hmm. um, I think what's going to change in the next coming years, because gyms are massive. We've got massive gyms all around us. We're talking three, 4,000 membership size gyms. Right. And in those gyms, they are creating environments where you can drink alcohol, mm-hmm. eat, drink smoothies, mm-hmm. eat your fast food downstairs. Yep. And you know, you guys, not you guys, you do recognize that you're eating more calories than what you just burned off when you went in there. They're yes. not stupid. That is by design. Of course it is. Okay. Yes. Big fitness right now is more of an entertaining field as far as a longevity. Yes. That's why we're moving away from saying that we're a gym. I mean, mm-hmm. the mindset is now is I'm into the people. I'm in the people business. Mm-hmm. I'm in accountability. Mm-hmm. I'm in keeping you on the line and making sure that when you do go to the doctor, we're not going to have a scary conversation about how to pull you out of the fire. Right. So, um, coming back to the value mm-hmm. and people say I can't afford and the the question really is I don't see how you can afford not to yes and that's usually where the conversations that I go with people next because it's like if you're if you're just coming in to look for something different and you you don't have a goal or you don't have a specific reason or your why isn't big then I don't know if you will fully be able to embrace and stick with something that charges a little bit more money. But if you, if you walk in and it's like you, do you want big change? Do you really want to invest in your health? Do you really want to see your blood work come back better? And if you, the answer is yes, you, this for us, our gym is the right spot. You've got to find a place that can serve and service every level of that. Absolutely. Now, when you get into, um, crap, I had a profound thought and I lost it. (laughs) I was being so, so profound. I forgot it. Um, crap. Don't you hate that? It happens. Um, nuts. Okay. So you're at a gym. Mm -hmm. Can they serve you at the higher levels? Um, are you getting uh, the blood work and you're getting the return and is your family seeing the return? Mm -hmm. And I want to come back just one more time about the coaching. 
where we have gone and where my inflexibility on what fitness was worth and the value to this to this day, the only exposure I get to take myself up to the next level is that we have to pay for coaching. Exactly. I paid for a nutrition coach. Yes. Doesn't not because I don't know things. Yes. It's because I need somebody else to hold to guide me and hold me. You better believe it. Um, last year, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll share it. We spent over ten grand on a, on a nutrition guide. Yes. This was a this was a guy that was on. He was available once in a while. Once in a while. That put us on enough of a path that it made a drastic change. Yeah. Because it was different. Yep. And he had our interest in, at heart. And, exactly. you know, we benefited from it. We did. And, you know, it's really cool. Now our people will. They, well, they had the, no idea what's coming. Well, that's that's where you're coaching. Your yes. models. Someone's got to push you. Yes. Now, with when I try to go for exercise knowledge or mm-hmm. I'm going for supplement knowledge, I can't just do self-study. I, it, the equivalent of going to the gym down the street and do it on my own, I can't just whip up YouTube and be an expert on things. Right. I need to be around the best. Yep. Everything we do is around the best. So I pay more to be in the presence of the people. It's like, I want this responsibility off my hands. I'm coming to you Mm -hmm. because take the responsibility away from me and put me on the path. I don't just do lip service. I want to be here for my kids. Your behaviors say otherwise. Yeah. Okay. And oh, by the way, you and your kids are going to be in the wheelchair because you're not even taking care of them. Scary. Um, Our business coach, we did six years on our own Uh fighting business. Yep. And now we spend tens of thousands of dollars a year <laughs> on business coaching. Right. And guess what? We're growing. Right. We would never have grown without these people in our lives. No. And I think it's interesting to mention there that we had tried other business coaching. There's good and there's that bad. That was a yep. lot less. And the results were a lot less. But I think where you can kind of fall into that funny area is when you go from nothing to something, it's better. Always, no matter what it is. Okay. When you start to do more investigating and you realize there is even better, and yes, it's going to cost more money, you realize it's absolutely worth it. I'd say 99% of the time, which I, is what we found. When we signed up for that first business coaching, it's, it's, this is, it's relative because absolutely. my heart sank into my chest. You know, I, I, I was tasting bile. I was so nervous that we were doing something like this shaking. for yeah. the cost because it's like, this is the most ridiculous thing we've ever done. Yes. Who the hell spends this kind of money yes. on a business coach that, oh, by the way, you don't get to talk to this guy. Right. You talk to his minions. Yes. And his minions are only accessible once a month. Yes. We signed up for that. Yes. And it took us as far as they could go. Exactly. When the next guy came along mm-hmm. and I was like, well, what's the value? What do you have to offer me? Yep. The value was incredible. We trusted that person and then we've seen growth. Oh, yes. And- but but I was no longer scared. No. So much so that we signed up, we're running two business coaches now exactly. at the same time, and they're both complimenting each other. I know. It'd it's... be the equivalent of having two high-end gym memberships where you've got two different types of people, or you're paying high-end nutritionist and high-end gym. Exactly. So, hey, if you can find a gym where they're doing the nutrition and the fitness, ergo, exactly. yeah. So don't be a. Aff- well, you've got to get used to the idea of the expenditure. Yes. Then once you see the value, you never go back. Exactly. No, I absolutely agree, and I think that... When you start to realize that you just don't think you're feeling better, when you are, everything about your life has improved and whatever it is you're spending a month, you know, a month on this gym you considered really expensive, you start to look at your budget and realize there are so many silly things that you can take out to invest in your current self and your future self that that 
you can peel back a little bit. I mean, it's like, you know, we bring up the, we won't say the name of the coffee chain, but a coffee chain, like if you stop going there every day, add up those little things because that is not contributing something awesome to your health. It's it's a tiny expense that's easy to overlook yeah. because it's a daily ring. Exactly. What did we figure out we were spending? It was like $750 a month in coffee. When we were commuting together. So we went by Starbucks and we paid 10 bucks a day. I mean, and we just, we looked at the numbers and it was like, this thing has crept up and become more than a car payment on exactly. us. Exactly. So I think that if... You know, you always have to decide where to spend your own money. But to me, the gym, and it's not just because we have one, it's because of our experience and what we have done with our own health. And I mean, our our lives in every single way have improved by being involved in an active gym. It, I honestly, if somebody else came in and they were like, we're going to buy your gym and stuff. And hey, do you want to sign up for a membership? I would be like, I, I need to stay. We've got to be in that environment. Like I have to, I can't, I can't go back. And for me, I couldn't do a $20 a month gym again, because I know that it would all the everything that I disliked about it would still be there. You would not have access to somebody to sit down and say, Hey, um, you know, I, I'm not feeling well when I eat this. Have you ever heard? Sure. Have, have you ever heard this before? It's, oh, you can come sit in my office and let's discuss personal training in addition to your yes. membership. Whereas with somebody, with a gym like ours, it's like, you know that you can actually ask a question and not be like, cha-ching, cha-ching. Your coach. Yeah. Now, some a couple other fun numbers, because you were talking about, um, you brought up the coffee and <laughs> so average meals. So most Americans... Uh, they consume 4.2 commercially prepared meals per week. All right, hmm. so that works out to about 18 meals per month at a cost of an average of $232 per month, which means it's about 12.75 per meal. Interesting. And it creeps up. I mean, when you're looking at, we talked about that high-end food source uh, the other day, and I, I can't remember what Justin said. It was somewhere between five and six bucks a meal. Yep. Um, you're talking about eating out. It's $12 a meal. Exactly. And it's crap. Yes, um, and it's prepared in crap. Now, when you're looking at your fitness, because it's a, or your nutritionist, or your yep. wherever you're going, mm-hmm. you're looking at the big number, and you're not doing the division by the number of days. Right. It's that coffee factor. Yes. It's like, does it creep up, and is my value there? Yep. You can replace some of your overhead, and this is basic budgeting, and this is where this is beyond the scope of our show, <laughs> but once we found out this stuff was a priority, we started whacking things out of our lives. We, back in the day, we cut cable. Yes. We got rid of all that ancillary crappy stuff that's like, boom, gone, gone. My lifestyle, I'm outside more. Get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. We ditched the phone. We ditched the cable. We ditched, uh, this was big when we were in satellite football season, like gone. Oh my gosh. We We got rid of everything and then really looked down and said, what are we spending going out, you know, grabbing this, grabbing that you know, the coffee, the, all the madness. And it was like, it was a raise when we got rid of that stuff. Isn't it funny? Yeah. Like significant. So this is very luxury. It's a lecture show. I think sometimes it sounds like we're lecturing, but you know, and we say this every single time, it's just the passion for what we do is huge. And we have done everything that we talk about. It's to try to help people avoid doing some of the stuff we did. You know, you, we wasted a lot of time. It was good that we were in a gym, but we wasted a lot of time just spending not a lot of money to not gain anything you check a box exactly and 
if there's, you know, anybody who's looking, it's like, what should I do? You know, I'm starting out for the first time. It's like, start out the right way. Go invest in a little bit more because you will either find out very quickly that the value is there, or you're going to find out very quickly, like we did with business coaching, that sometimes the value isn't there. And you just go on your search until you find one where you're like, I am getting so much more. I can't believe I ever thought this was expensive. That That's another brilliant point. Um, when people start something new and they don't believe they're capable of hitting the results or getting the value, right. we're talking fitness and nutrition right now. Yeah. So I know that, um, I know you guys do this, but I don't really know if it's going to work for me. So I yeah. don't really think I believe you. Anybody that we've had in our, in our gym that's lost 30 more pounds, mm -hmm. they've come back with those positive blood results. I know. Um, and they're like, they're like, this is happening to me. Yes. And they're like, this is the greatest thing in my life. My, I'm 40 X years old. Yes. And I have a new lease on life. Yep. Now all of a sudden that value is like, I can't believe I waited this long. Yes. Um, but you won't know what that's like until you start making the changes. We've talked in the past about burning your ships. Yes. You know, when you make a decision, don't dabble. Yes. You can do part-time life and get part-time crappy results or you go in, go all in and you stand for what you say and you build the temple that God gave you mm -hmm. and let that thing run as long and as many years as possible without having to go back for warranty work. Yes. Right. Oh, I love the way. And it's everything. Like it's just so, it's so exciting when people invest and you know, we've had uh, m one of my absolute favorite of the grandmas and grandpas that come in and they're young grandparents, yeah. but they're like, you don't understand. I am now chasing my grandkids around and I never thought I'd be able to do it. It's all those, they're getting their lives back because they shifted a tiny little bit of money into their health. And it's like, I, to see somebody stand up and drop down into a squat and, and they couldn't like, it's the coolest thing, you know, a, I remember my mom, when she was in her 60s, she did her first push-up ever in her whole life off of her knees. In her 60s. In her 60s. You're never too old. It's the coolest thing in the entire world, ever. So when we talk, mm -hmm. and I haven't gotten a whole lot of preachy, I'm, I'm kind of saving that until I kind of get my podcast voice and I'm a little bit more you know, ready to cut loose on some things. Uh -huh. Okay, so to the person listening... God gave me this ability to show you that because we love you, that we want you to be healthy and a, we want you to be there for your family. Yes. That's why this gym opened. That's why I got into this business. Yeah. 100%. Um, I became a carnivore for information so that I could save you. Mm -hmm. And medicine is the last stop. Your health and fitness is the cheapest easiest, most accessible, mm -hmm. easiest to lose. Mm -hmm. And then once you've crossed the line, it's very hard to get back. Right. So anything that comes out of our mouths from this, it is, it's God's purpose for what I'm doing the second half of my life. Absolutely. The first half, no purpose. Mm -hmm. The second half, I'm actually excited about showing people that I'm glad you're here to lose a little weight and look good. Yeah. Let's talk about 10 years from now when you still feel like you did when you were 20 something. Yes. Or better. That's what that's that's where my juice comes from. No, it's I'm with you. I'm mm. with you. It is it is such a fun crazy journey and to circle back it is it too expensive? F find somebody that's going to lead you. 
Yes. And that's going to take care of all aspects of your health. We didn't yes. even get into the supplements because we're running long. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little FYI, don't buy your supplements from Costco. <laughs> okay, if it comes in bulk, that's not the way to go. Don't go cheap there either. Um, that's, a, that's a little side dish. <laughs> cheap. I mean, it's just it's areas that people cut corners. Like, well, I know you said to take magnesium, so I found this 800 tab bottle at Costco that was, expired two years ago. It was $3. Yeah, and it was three and a half bucks, dude. This is the cheapest <laughs> magnesium on the planet. Um, so go to your go to your like local micro gym mm-hmm. and just sit down and say, look, I want to know what my path is, not just on how much I can snatch. Exactly. Okay. It's not just, I'm not just worried about my bench, bro. No. Can you make sure that I don't end up with diabetes because my mom and dad had it? Right. All right. So, oh, so that's a different conversation. Yes. All right. Um, hey, look, um, I don't sleep more than three hours a night. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in nutrition, supplement, or food that you know of that you can refer me to that yep. can put me on the right path? Ooh, that's, that sounds a little bit different than a normal gym. Exactly. Um, hey, my kids have attention issues at school. Have you ever heard of anything with nutrition playing into it? attention issues? Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, read these two articles here. This exactly. goes right to your issue. Oh, yeah. It's, it's women that come in and they say, my doctor said that I need to lose weight in order to be able to conceive. Guess what happens? Boom. They join a gym. They get pregnant. They are active, purposely and purposeful in what they do, and then they're pregnant. The body wants to move. Um, but when everything's lined up and you can find that micro gym and that coach that's uh, going to give you full service and make sure that you're, they're checking in with you, are you hitting your bio markers, not mm-hmm. just your feats of strength? Right. Um, your sleep. Your energy, mm-hmm. your fitness. Fitness is a piece of it, but it's yes. not all of it. Um, and then your your blood and your doctor. Exactly. And the final thing that I would say with that is find somebody that has is not afraid to look at multiple sources to find the best information. Diversify where you get your knowledge. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's you know something that I have so much respect for you with. If you if you stand behind a product with you know a specific supplement and you hear there's potentially a better one out there, you are immediately looking into it. You will go to a certification, you'll find out everything. And then based on all your knowledge, you, you still decide which one is going to better serve our peeps. It, it, which one's going to be best for them. Exactly. It's, no, well, I, I'm, I'm glad you saw that. Thank yeah. you. Um, anything else to wrap up with? No, I, I, we beat the, this, we beat the hell out of this one. Yeah. So the last thing that I would just say is don't let money be the driving factor in your decision. Let your health be the driving factor. How you sleep, mm-hmm. your energy, your attitude, your mindset, your fitness, your health, they all play into it and they need to be part of the decision-making process mm-hmm. when you invest. Exactly. So there's a lot of great gyms out there. There's a lot of people that can get you on the path. Um, go find something worth it. Exactly. All right. All right. That's that's it for this one. So we love you guys. You rock. Yeah, we do. Um, we need a little something from you. Mm-hmm. We need a thumbs up. We'd love a share. <laughs> um, it's... It is extremely exciting when you guys come up because we have locals that listen and they're just like, your show is awesome. Oh my gosh. You can never get enough of that. So that just keeps us on track. So please share, please like, please pass us along. Um, If there's something else that you would like to hear of value, um, 
we want to hear it and yes. we can go down that path for you. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, spend it with us. Awesome. And this is long-winded as heck. It's 40, 40 some minutes. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll get back to our shorter ones. That was Fitz if you heard him. Okay. <laughs> take care, guys. Uh, love you all. All right, y'all. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.